This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 77. On today's episode, I wanted to try to tackle one of the questions we ask ourselves so many times. What the hell am I going to do? And that can apply to many things, uh, but it almost feels like all the time has to do with our income, with the money, uh, with solving some sort of problem, and also when it comes to basically not seeing that light at the end of the tunnel, getting gigs canceled, students moving away or deciding not to take lessons with you anymore, and a whole bunch of stuff. Instead of waiting to the end to tell you this, I will say that things always seem to work out, right? And knowing that should be something to hold on to and to grab with both hands and feet and legs and nails and whatever you have to do, bite it if you have to. That's a beautiful thing to know. And it's relative also to how much work you put in. That's just my opinion. I'm a firm believer in karma and in the universe lining up with our intentions and what we're trying to do. And most of all, our you know, our, our behavior, being proactive and making things happen and not just letting things work out. So yes, things tend to end working at the end, but they're not just going to magically happen for you. So I'll, I'll give you a couple of instances in which these things can, or th this can apply to. Summers are very tough on music instructors. Why? The obvious reasons. Our students are on summer vacations and they travel and they go to camp or they want just some time off and they do not hire you. Usually, or for, for the most, or the past few years, I want to say from about 2009 till 2014, 13 or something, I toured every summer. And the summer was actually the best time of the year for me because it's when I made the most money. And to be completely honest, is because I wasn't dealing with the heat in L.A. and the 100-degree weather that drives me crazy. But that's another story. First world problems, right? Anyway, summers were always great. But in the past few years that I haven't toured, or the, the past two years that I haven't toured, and I made a conscious decision to not take some tours to work on some educational stuff, it, had, it has been a little tougher. Money has been a little tougher to come around. Thankfully, I've been able to sort of compensate or, or, or you know, make some money on, on other sort of one-off gigs and so on and so forth. But the bottom line, I'm not trying to make it about me, but the bottom line is that this summer, at one point, I was, I asked myself, what the hell am I going to do? A lot of my students I knew would be gone for the summer or for a good month and a half. And that is, you know, a huge chunk of my income. So I was like, absolutely lost. I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make this work? How am I going to get any students out of the blue? And a bunch of stuff. So I was, I'm always super positive, as you know, 
But at some point, it's like, yeah, dude, I know you want to be positive. But again, what the hell are you going to do? How am I going to get money for this? So I started being proactive in in some things as far as getting more work, getting recommended uh, for certain things or asking parents for recommendations, uh, posting on whatever whichever websites I thought would be uh, conducive to getting more students. As far as performance, uh, performing goes, I reached out to a lot of friends, uh, letting them know that I was available. And that's always tricky because you don't want to feel desperate. And But at some point, you got to do it. It's like you got to get over that. And, and, and the, the feeling of desperation or feeling a little weak by having to reach out, that's absurd. Uh, if you think about it, uh, it all depends on how you do it and why you're doing it and to who you're doing it. Um, so I reached out to a few friends and I, I was also practicing more than usual, trying to be as prepared as possible or overprepared if I were going to get X or Y or Z call. So I try to do my part on that side of things as well. And I also applied one of my favorite tricks to kind of lie to myself <laughs> And it's when when I don't have a lot going on, I tend to write down on my calendar as many little things as possible. So if I need to get gas or drop something off at the post office or whatever it is, I write it on my calendar. And that way I feel like I have a lot of stuff to do and I feel proactive and I feel like I need to be on top of stuff. And that I don't want to say the word magically, but that works for me so much started writing down my rehearsals, my practices. Uh, and then next thing you know, I started seeing things and realizing when I would be available to teach and consolidated a couple of things and so on. Nothing happened for a few days. And I kept asking myself the question. And things started working out. I started getting calls for new students. I started getting calls for gigs. And the month of July that was supposed to be the most horrible month <laughs> for me as far as working and having nothing lined up ended up being the busiest I've been in about a year. So it's been a very interesting thing. And I'm telling you this because you're going to go through a lot of these moments and a lot of these months where you're going to ask yourself, what am I going to do? How am I going to make some money? And it starts and it ends with us. And I don't mean only the action that we take in order to get these gigs because sometimes we do everything in our power and things still don't work out for some reason or they don't seem to work out, but they end up doing so. But it also has to do with our mentality toward this whole situation. If we get bogged down and if we get depressed and we get super down on ourselves and criticize ourselves and, and just negative, 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 negative thoughts are what consume us. That is not going to bring any, any positivity in our lives. Duh. I know that's pretty obvious, but we need to stay as positive as humanly possible. And that's why I think that clinging on to things work out at the end is very important because it's better to think about that, in my opinion, than not. Than think about like, oh, what am I going to do? I can't do anything. Nothing is in my power. I'm screwed. You know, I'm going to move out. And there was a time in my life where I was at the very sort of lowest in terms of, I don't want to say hope because I've never felt 
hopeless in my life or helpless. Um, all the opposite. That's exactly what I wanted to tell you about. And at some point in my life here in LA, I ran out of money. No money. Not like, oh, you know, I have a couple of grand saved. No, I was negative, overdrawn in my bank account. I had nothing going on. And I was waiting for payments that were going to take like a month or three weeks. My parents couldn't help me. And, you know, it was just a mess. And I had nowhere to live, basically. I had, um, I couldn't afford rent anymore in the studio apartment that I was living in. And I had two friends that allowed me to literally stay with them and crash under couches for six months and then six months. And it was a one of the most incredible things that anybody has ever done for me. And I, from that day, the day that both of them agreed on separate days to allow me to live there, and not only them, but friends that have loaned me money in the past and family members and so on, I keep having these sort of landmark moments when I promised myself how I'm going to pay them back or that I will, I will pay them back somehow. But my point is that at some point I was at the quote unquote lowest and these friendships and these things happen in my life that were the most valuable, the most beautiful things that, yes, I knew they were my friends, but I never knew how much they appreciated me and valued me and believed in me until they allowed me to stay in their homes for an undisclosed and undetermined amount of time that ended up being embarrassingly longer than I expected. So to review and to finish, try to help yourself and try to take as much action as you can to change your situation as possible. And that comes coupled with your attitude and our attitude towards what we have to do, including reaching out to friends, doing it in a way where it might seem a little desperate. And when it comes to reaching out to friends, I encourage you to be as detailed as possible and say, look, I, you reach out to a friend saying like, Hey man or girl, uh, I'm looking for a cover gig. And that way they'll know that it's something a little more specific than just saying like, Hey man, you know, any gig, I'll do any gig for any money for blah, blah, blah. I think that might get into a sort of desperation station area. And again, and the mental attitude is very, very important. I encourage you to write stuff down so you can materialize sort of what you need to do, how many students you have, how many you might need to make whatever you got to make up that month or with gigs or whatever it is. But there's always an answer. There's always a way out. There's always somebody to help us. And we sometimes just got to reach out. You know how my friend Richard Cotson says, nothing is going to change until you change. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.